Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Welcome to the Swine Time Podcast. I'm hey, hey. Host, I'm your host, Brian Swinehart. I got a special guest with me today, Darren Carter. Hey, hey. Uh, we are doing a um, uh, live. We got, we're going to do this for YouTube now, too. I got a camera to put this up on YouTube. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Can I just tell you before you continue? Yes. All this stuff is so, man, it's like... Once I locked into the, that, that's how you say, hey, hey, it's so addicting. Now I talk to our other friend, we see each other, hey, 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 Yeah, that's my hey, hey. You guys are listening right now. Give us a hey, hey. That was good. That was good. Hey, hey. You guys watching, give us a hey, hey. Liked it. That was good. Hey, 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 me and you. One, two, three. Hey, hey. So, um, so we're here in the green room of the Ontario Improv, and um, I want to catch you guys up. If you last week I did a uh, podcast with my coach, Coach Mike Dehart. I've been training for wrestling, and uh, I'm gonna have a March uh, match, March 30th and 31st. And then uh, this week I went to the boxing gym with Darren, and uh, we we worked out and got it in. And uh, today um, is uh, we just finished doing a gig here at the Ontario Improv. And that was pretty awesome. And uh, I want to tell you guys how I met Darren Carter. This is an awesome story. I like it a lot. Is that uh, I was a waiter at Bob's Big Boy in Burbank. I used to work the graveyard shift at Bob's Big Boy in Burbank. And uh, before uh, I would go to work, I would do open mic. And then I would go to work uh, from like 9 p.m. to, you know, 6 a.m. And, uh, you know, um, so I was waiting tables. And uh, this girl, Stephanie saw Darren Carter came in and she knew that uh, I was a comedian and Darren had just done a a spot on late night television and I knew who he was because he performed at Dublin uh, Club and I used to go there and watch shows and I went up to Darren I said hey man I'm a comedian oh and he's like oh that's cool man that's cool and then I at the time this is how long ago it was I had a VHS recording of my set a VHS recording I put the VHS recording into my um uh, apron, my waiter apron, and next time Darren came in, I gave him the VHS copy of my set, and um, then the next time he came in, he had watched the set with his wife, so he and his wife Jeannie came into the to Bob's Big Boy, and uh, I think I might have gave you a free dessert for watching that, I'm not for sure, but I hey, think, hey, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I always thought that was the coolest thing that Hey, you watch did. my tape, I'll give you a free strawberry shortcake, <laughs> well, I guess we're going to watch this tape, <laughs> yeah. but I always thought that was cool, man, because I just starting off, and who wants to, even now in the day of YouTube, you know, somebody sends you a, a video, you're not going to really click on it that much, you know, especially somebody just starting, but, uh, you yeah. know, Darren, uh, Darren watched it, and then... Uh, There's a lot of effort to tell you the truth. I, you're right. I I, uh, I should be humble and be like, yeah, no big deal. But now looking back, it's like, there was something in you where I was like, I'm going to watch this guy's tape. I liked you, you know? That's cool. I was like, there's something about this guy. I'm going to I'm gonna check this kid out. And, and uh, yeah, because think about it. Would you do that for somebody? I mean, you, you, you want to say you would, but let's be honest. For the most part, when you, like a random open micer, like nowadays, if you were at a restaurant and they give you a VHS tape, hey, watch my tape. What are the chances that you'd watch it? You have to have a connection with the yeah, person. Yeah, you have to kind of... I guess you, no, do, you do have to kind of believe in them a yeah, little bit. Yeah, because if there's no connection there, you're like, oh, man, like, this is... Now you're giving me homework. Yeah. i got to go home and watch this, and watch chances them. are they're going to be bad, you know, in the beginning, you know. Which I was, you know, and, uh, but... Uh, but I could tell, there, there's certain people you could tell they got something off stage. you know what I mean? Where you're like, there's something about this, and especially back then, I was like, I, I'm going to give it a shot, and I was right. 
Yeah, and uh, time flies, man, because, uh, you know, all these years later, now we're, we're doing these shows together and uh, traveling all over, and it's like kind of uh, serendipitous, I guess you would say, sort of, uh, as far as that goes. And, um, you know, so I'm always reaching out to Darren for advice because he's, uh, you know, somebody I really respect. And uh, on top of that, I like him as a person. He's a good guy. And um, so, uh, you know, I'm always kind of coming to Darren for help. And, uh, uh, right? I mean, yeah. for, for at least in the business and then even help right now, you Dude, know. I'm looking at myself on that monitor. Look kind of right there when I do that. Look at that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because there's like overhead lighting. Yeah, you got... Actually, that. that's better than mine. Yeah. I know, look at that shit. Yeah, that's good. I mean... And one other thing about Darren, he's very humble, you know, look not self-absorbed. I know, I know. Well, there's a monitor. Like, look at that. Look at that. It's like... <laughs> you got me all sweating now. Like, okay, if, you, if, you, sorry. if you're listening to this, yeah. Darren's flexing his muscles in front of the camera. So. I know. Because like, I'm getting... You know what? I got pumped up. Brian started doing push-ups and sit-ups every day. I'm like... I'm like, man, I got to do that again. I got to get back into it. So I did 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups today. Yeah, that's right, man. I've been hey, doing hey. that every day. Hey, you know. Um, I'm just stealing your personality. At the end of my set, swine time. Man, you know what's funny? People do that. One time, uh, Adam, <laughs> Adam Hunter had an audition, and he came yeah. up to me the day, and he says, yeah, I just pretended to be you for the audition. I was like, dude, why didn't you tell me about the audition so I could have been me for the audition? <laughs> But of course, it's funny because when you're doing a part or something, you don't really be, you, you start to yeah, try and act, yeah. you know, instead of just being your natural uh, he'll be, normal if self. He, if, if he books that gig, he'll be going, hey, hey, all the way to the bank. <laughs> all the way to the bank. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, but yeah, I wanted to uh, get with you, Darren, because uh, I want to do, uh, uh, you, you have, what, four specials on Pandora now? You have four albums on Pandora I have four comedy albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Pandora, Spotify, wherever people purchase music or stream music. Uh, they're, they're live stand-up comedy albums. Uh, or uh, It's so funny because people I'm finding they're, they're not buying CDs as much as they used no. to. So, um, uh, so now I just call them audio specials, but that's what they really are, CDs. Um, but like I said, they, they're out there. You could download them or stream them or whatever. And... Uh, you know, I'll tell you, I've been telling Brian for a long time, you, you, you know, people absorb entertainment in many ways. You know, they, they read it, they watch it, and what you guys are doing, if you're listening to the podcast, you listen to it. So why not have your comedy on an album, you know, on a CD, which is really, you know, we're going to call it a CD or an album for now. Maybe it'll be called something different in the future. But... You've got great comedy and you want to document it and get it out there and also get paid for it. When people download it, you'll make money. When they stream it, you'll make money. So what are the steps that would need to be taken to make that happen? What, what steps did you do and what steps need to be done now to make that happen? Okay, the first thing you need to do is do 100 push-ups a day. Okay. 100 sit-ups okay, a day. Okay, that has, I mean, every funny comedian, I'm sure that's what Gabriel Iglesias is doing every morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm fluffy! <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's exactly what he's doing, okay. Remember, Brian, we're not folding chairs. We don't fold. Yeah. I love that. That was a great podcast, by the way. If you guys listen to the one of the earlier episodes with this coach. No, I'm serious. I was just kidding about that. But but you know what, though? Honestly, uh, I'm, ha I'm halfway kidding. Uh, get your mind right because you need to be disciplined in your mind to, to have a, when you have a goal when you want to accomplish something and, and you know as I'm saying this I'm also saying it to myself because I, it, I need to put out my fifth one I have the material I need to like organize it so here's what I do um, how to record an album okay 
what you need to do is set aside some time where you, you know, what I like to do is go to a coffee shop. I go to a coffee shop, put my earbuds in, and listen to my sets. And I put myself in my own audience, and I have my notebooks, and I go, okay, what can I put on the album? Oh, and I start doing notes. And when, you, when you're there in front of it, and you see it, and you're looking at it linear, you're like, okay, this is what I can do. And you, and you put it together almost like a DJ would put a set together with different albums, or putting pieces of a puzzle together, you know? Um, you know, I map it out. And don't get hung up on, like, I'm going to open up with this bit, because then you'll be there for two weeks going, oh, I don't know what bit I should open. Just lay down all on the paper, what you want to have on the album, you know, and, and remind yourself, um, my first album was 34 minutes, and I think someone said Steve Martin won a, a Grammy for one of his comedy albums, and it was only 33 minutes. So don't get caught up in the, it has to be an hour. Okay. That's because we grew up watching HBO hours or Showtime, you know, yeah. to forget the hour. It's like, you know, if it's great, people will have a great time, they'll laugh, boom. And then guess what? You know, you'll, It'll be easier to come out with your second album, you know. Yeah. And then, quite frankly, the last album I did—it's uh, the most recent one. It's called "The Party Continues." I wanted that one to be like 45, 50 minutes. It ended up being like I think an hour fifteen because you're doing two shows, and then you're blending the material, and you're and so some of it will actually stretch the thing out. But, okay. You know, you want to have quality, not quantity. In other words, you know, I got this hour and a half album, who cares? Double album, big deal. No, it's not that funny. You want to have a killer, funny, good album that's a real good representation of who you are on that comedy album. Okay. You know what I mean? And and, and, and so, like, like I told you earlier, Map, you know, I heard, a, 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 I heard Barry Katz, big time manager, once say, you know, imagine you have your bits on a, you're on a boat and you, you got to save them, right? Like, you know, you got to throw some overboard and you can save five of them. So which ones would you save and which one would you throw overboard? Yeah. So get the ones that you really like that, you know, that, and, 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 and so that's what I would do. I'd, I'd go to the coffee shop or whatever and really set the time aside and be like, this is what I wanted it to be. I want it to be these particular stories, these particular bits and you know, make sure it's sharp. You know, you want to sharpen that sword. Take out the F words. Take out the don't, the words that don't, you don't need. Mm-hmm. You know, um, bits that people come up to you that are that they connect with. Those go in the album. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Make sure the references aren't dated, so you don't put the album out and it's like, damn, when did you write this bit? You know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that. You want it to be, and you have to have a connection to the stuff. And here's what happens with material. I find. If you do it too long, you stop having a connection. It becomes right. more of a speech. Yeah, yeah. Actually, know? I know what you mean, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, now, what about? Uh, okay, so let's say now you sit down. You're at the coffee shop. You go. Okay, this is my material. I'm using these jokes, this and that. I got that ready to go. What is? Uh, and you've done your push-ups every morning. You got triceps that you like to flex <laughs> up on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> what, what's your next step after that? I'm sorry, I was goofing around. Okay, wait, I'm sorry, what did you say? Uh, uh, okay, so you got your set ready. You got yeah. your set list ready. You feel confident. Yes. I, I want to do this album. What's the next move? The next move, okay. So then you want to book, get yourself booked somewhere where you know you're going to record it, preferably two shows. And so then now you got the date. <clears throat> okay, the date's going to be November. Okay. Right, okay, got November. And also, here's a great thing I learned. Um, I, I love this quote. Whenever I'm getting ready to do something like this, I say, without a deadline, a goal is just a dream. Mm. Give yourself that deadline. So you're like, okay, I'm going to do it, let's say, November 15th. Okay. So now you're working. Okay, now it's going to be September. 
October. You want to make sure you got that stuff sharp. Boom, you are ready to go. You can't. You're chomping at the bit. You can't wait to record that. You get your club. You get. Hopefully, you could do two shows, and then you reach out to to um, um, an audio. You know, like you you find out who who can record you. You know, okay. and and. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll hang mics in the room, they'll have a mic, you know, a recorder connected to the board, and you'll capture that, that wonderful performance between yourself and the audience. Cool. And then once you get, so now you... After that, then you have them send you a copy, say, hey, can you send me both shows? And then you take notes, which, you know, which bits did better, the first show, the second show, and write, write timestamp it, so you're like, no, like... Oh, uh, my set was great for the first nine minutes, and then let's now we're gonna live in the second show from minute three to minute fifteen. Okay. Um, okay, that bit didn't do well. Let's skip over that, and then and you and you time document it so that when you go in to get it edited, you're like, all right, we're gonna live in the first show for the first nine minutes. Now we're gonna live in the second show, and you really understand what's happening. And then he'll they'll give you a copy of it when it, when it comes time. And you'll listen to it with your earbuds in or whatever. So you're, you're in the audience. You're, you're not through a loudspeaker, but it's actually in your mind. And you're listening and you're seeing if it, goes, if it sounds seamless, how it sounds. And don't be afraid, like, if a bit doesn't get, like, you know... Like, some, like one of my early albums, I was like, ah, I wish the laughs were louder on that punchline. And you realize it doesn't matter, man. People are they're driving, they're vacuuming, they're jogging, whatever, they're, however they're, yeah. they're listening. They're not listening for, like, every single detail of... I was being a little too particular. Too hard on yourself. Yeah, too hard on myself. And then when that happens, you'll scrap the whole project, and you'll never, you'll never get anything done. And too, you, you're another aiming, year you're goes aiming, by, and you're like, hey, you know, I haven't done it yet. Yeah, you you're know? aiming for perfection, and yeah. and it's and it's uh, what you should be aiming for is uh, just getting it done and putting it out there and, and letting the world hear it. Yes. Okay, so now you need to get this first album out, so then you can start working on the second album. Yeah, I know? mean, I feel a little behind in the race, but. Um, so then, uh, so then, okay. So you record it. You get some help. You you, you hire some people to help you with the recording, and uh, then once you're done with it, then what's your next? Once what's you're your done next? with it, you want to get like the make sure you know what the cover looks like. You know, hire someone. Don't try to be cheap and you know like you really want this product to look good. You want it to really pop when people see the the cover of it, the image. That way, they're like they'll they'll be more likely to click on it and purchase it you know or stream it or whatever if it looks homemade they might be like eh, you know yeah um you know i hire an artist to, to, to do mine now the next uh, the last two album covers have been cartoons but i i'm lucky that my cousin is an artist and he works for south park so his artwork is phenomenal and it really pops but you you want to come up with a good name for the album and, a, and good artwork if it's your face or your picture with like some art around it yeah. or graphic arts or whatever and uh, after that, you want to contact either. I go with CD Baby, but some people do TuneCore, some people do CD Baby, and then that way you get. And I like to get a bunch of copies of the album so I can um, sell them at shows. Okay. And sign them too. Now, how do you get them on to, to like uh, Pandora and stuff? Is that through CD Baby? Through so CD Baby, but Pandora, you have to submit yourself. Okay. You know, you make a list of things you need to do, and you Google how do I submit, and they'll usually give you instructions, and you follow the instructions and submit. Okay. So same thing with the podcast. Like, I with my podcast, it's called Pocket Party, and we 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 upload our podcast on Anchor. Now, Anchor only goes to so many places. Me personally, I put every episode on YouTube. So if you go to Darren Carter channel on YouTube, all my episodes are on YouTube. I personally submitted it to Stitcher Radio. And I just got approved today for iHeartRadio. So, oh, damn! So they're all out there, and, and I want it, I want my 
art to be on as many platforms so people could find yeah, it. Yeah, that's know? great. So, um, okay, so basically I want to walk these steps one more time so that they're nice and clear. Uh, so the first step is do push-ups so you can flex your muscles on YouTube. And then... Notice I never lift my shirt. I have no six-pack at all. My, well, my, that's okay. You're a dad. Yeah, I know. My you son got, goes, you have a zero-pack. <laughs> or, oh, dad, you're starting to get a two-and-a-half-pack. <laughs> uh, okay, so go to the coffee shop, plan out the set, work on it religiously, um, and then... Um, uh, find a venue lock down the venue get a crew together yeah and don't and make yourself have a deadline and also what I like to do to get my mind frame is uh, the, remember those the, the what did I send you yesterday the, uh, the the war of art right not, yeah. not the art of war but the war, war of, of art. art by Stephen Pressfield it's his book and I love that book because he gives great advice about the artist about the, the life that you live and the unlived life What'd you think of that? What'd you think of that? Well, I mean, I think it's quite obvious that most people who know me know that uh, I got distracted by a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, I've been distracted by a lot of women who never, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand what my, uh, what my distraction has been, um, you know, uh, you know what, um, been distracted you know I got fo focus on the distract I got to cut out the distractions and work on the discipline I think everybody has their uh, kind of weaknesses there and, uh, yeah you know what man like beat me um, friends told me he goes he, he goes I stopped following hot girls on um, Instagram because because all it did was make me horny and, and I got less done <laughs> so that's you know what I mean if, it, if it's not doing something positive for your life take it off okay I'll, I want to read just an excerpt from this book, okay? Most of us have two lives, the life we live and the unlived life within us. Between the two stands resistance. Have you ever brought home a treadmill and let it gather dust in the attic? Ever quit a diet, a course of yoga, a meditation practice? Have you ever bailed out on a call to embark upon a spiritual practice? Dedicate yourself to a humanitarian calling. Commit your life to the service of others. Have you ever wanted to be a mother, a doctor, an advocate for the weak and helpless? To run for office, crusade for the planet, campaign for world peace, or to preserve the environment. Late at night, have you ever experienced a vision of the person you might become, the work you could accomplish, the realized, <clears throat> the realized being you were meant to be? Are you a writer who doesn't write, a painter who doesn't paint, an entrepreneur who never starts a venture? And in your case, are you a comedian who's never put out a special, an album, then you know what resistance is. And that's from Stephen Pressfield and Sean Coyne, The War of Art. All right, man. Well, that... Real quick, I got to tell you one more thing. It, the, the, I love this chapter. I love this verse, too, in the book. Uh -huh. There's a secret that real writers know that wannabe writers don't know. And the secret is this. It's not the writing part that's hard. What's hard is the sitting down to write. What keeps us from sitting down is resistance. And, and, and looking at girls on Instagram or whatever those things are that people do that you know the uh -huh. play five hours of video games uh, yeah. I'm gonna you know smoke weed in my garage whatever that whatever that is that's uh -huh. getting in the way of their goals man you know that's resistance that's resistance you okay know? and listen I'm a work in progress I'm not saying I, I you know but I at least I know okay time to time to put that away and get my album and done. get my stuff out that's why I'm saying I reach out to these places I do my things and I work and it's like you know, I mean, I'm not 
not saying I'm, you know, but that's, if you want to get this thing going, I go back to that book because it gets me in the right mindset and I do the work. Okay. I'm going to come back next week uh, with the uh, aims of uh, having a venue locked down to do this special. I'm going to start making calls. And, uh, I think that's too soon. I think what you should, in my no? opinion, I don't know. Because yeah, you, you're going to do the venue, then you're not going to be ready to cause stress. What you need to do is, you know, take an hour, at least an hour a day. Yeah. Maybe you'll get it done before that and be like, this is what I want the material to be. At least at least be 80% there. Okay. 80 to 85% there. That way when you get the thing going, you're like, all right, cool. Boom. I'll That's do good. that. Okay. Because you, know? you don't want to be like scattered and like, yeah. you got the date and then what's going to happen is you're going to show up, not be prepared. Because I've done that before. Yeah. But I've, I, I, let me just say, I've done that before. I had a guy record me. I remember my, there was this time where I had a guy record me and and then this didn't come out right. And then the next time I did it, my, my set wasn't was all over the place. So you want to make sure you're prepared so you're like, boom, ready to go. Yeah. Okay. So you know what? The next week, uh, I'm just going to work on that set every day. Yeah. Get her tight. Get her stronger. And, uh, and record yourself and ask yourself, could this be an album? <clears throat> yeah. This is fun, man. I got my wrestling goal. I got my comedy goal. Um, with that being said, I, I want to just uh, close it with what Coach Mike Dehart said last week. We're not chairs. We don't fold. Uh, <laughs> Darren, hey, what time is it? Swine time. It's swine time. Thank you guys for tuning hey, in. check out my podcast, Pocket Party. Pocket Party Podcast. Yeah, I'll be on that episode, too. He did my very first episode. Yeah. Gratitude list. Gratitude list. All right, guys. Pocket Thank party. you. Thanks, guys.